What's happening, party people? Thank you for downloading this week's episode of Series 5 of the What The Fartlek Podcast. As always, Rob and I are here to bring you some inspirational stories from our amazing running community and some absolute nonsense from us sandwiched in between. Now, please do take a moment to subscribe wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, the best way you can support us is by leaving a rating and a review. Yeah, we love interacting with you guys, so please give us a follow on social media. You can find us by searching What The Fartlek on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok and YouTube. And we also have a new website at www.whatthefartlek.com. Now we're on a mission this series to build our Fartlek family, our online running community. And we would love you to be a part of it. We're arranging challenges, meetups and a supportive network of running pals. If you'd like to be involved, please do get in touch for some more information. And with that being said, seeing as I did a such a good job of this last time, hit the music! Are you alone, groupie, and are you enjoy your run? Back to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world of the Run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in your tail. Come along, join us, this is the place for you. My spooky voice. <laughs> that was me being spooky as well. Because it's it's Halloween. Halloween. Um, we haven't got a Halloween theme show. We did have one last year, didn't we? And I feel a bit bad that we mm. haven't got a Halloween theme show yeah. this year. But to make up for it, yeah. How about I kick us off with a Halloween themed story? All right. Okay. Tell you a little story. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, when I was a young man, mm-hmm. I was dating a girl. All right. Who was... Don't sound so surprised. Um, <laughs> I was dating a girl who was quite fond of the occult. She okay. was uh, into horror movies yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, spooky stories. She was mm. she was of that ilk. Mm. And one Halloween, we were watching some scary movies together, and she turned to me and she said, Rob. I said, yes. Unnamed girl. <laughs> and uh, she said, who's your favourite vampire? Okay. And I said, well, my favourite vampire is actually the one off Sesame Street. Okay. And she went, he doesn't count. And I said, I assure you he does. I I assure you he does. <laughs> that was good. Bubble. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to series five. Ah, ah, ah. Episode five. Ah, ah, ah. Of the What The Fuck podcast. My name's Rob. And I, and I do not say blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and a bit of Hotel Transylvania. I was, gonna, I was considering jumping in and went cutting your voice before you said Matt and going, Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, um, we'll, we'll, we'll not. Uh, you've got your Hotel Transylvania mm. quote in, I'm happy. Um, why don't you tell them what's on the show today, Matt? Yeah, obviously, we'll do, it's usual, usual stuff. Why am I doing this? Are we seriously starting again? No, let's carry on. I told, this is the third take, and I've told that stupid shit joke four times now. I can't speak today. Stop. Oh. Everyone's going to have a little chuckle at how useless you are. Put your teeth back in, and please tell me what's on the fucking show. It's all an act, this, you know. It's all a facade. Behave. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about how our weeks have been. Uh, partnering with Ben, the segment from last week started. Uh, had some good feedback for that. Awesome stuff. Chat with Fit Starley. Uh, SMJ's inner circle penetrating Ooh. the ring with 
our very own Nick Finney. Lovely. Yep. Uh, roll calls and then the thank yous. I honestly... Sorry, don't... sorry, no, the, the thank yous. Yeah. You saved there. it a little bit, but I, <laughs> I still don't know how you get your shoes on in the morning, honestly. Velcro. Velcro. <laughs> Slip-up crocs. Um, before we get to that, mate, how's your week been? Uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Are we back in the uh, Matt Taylor book of excuses for not Yeah, I'm, I'm going to use the uh, <laughs> life gets in the way. No, yeah. I'm not. Let's, let's let's not. No, I'm not. I'm not going to try and play it off. <laughs> like, I've got like, a busy life, but <laughs> I've just been not being asked. I've been working and just not being asked, and oh, I might mate. I might have got a little niggle again as well. Another little niggle. <laughs> yeah. You are a little niggle. I signed up for a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to two weeks ago? You told me. Yeah, I'm base building. I'm getting right into it. Yeah. I'm going to start doing my strength yeah. and conditioning. I'm going to start going out and doing my hill repeats and my sprints and and. And now I'm sat on settee resting my ankle. Doing nothing. Yep. Angie came around tonight and was like... Hi. Oh. And I'm Matt. And I'm, and I'm Matt. And um, you... Uh, and, you uh, and you've come around tonight and you've been like, do you want to get a takeaway? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm still, still using the uh, marathon, uh, Chester marathon thing. Carb I'm still loading. eating all the food from that. Yeah. Carb loading. Uh, well, you never know, mate. There's always next week. Yeah, yeah. How, how has yours been, mate? Yeah, all right. All right, starting to get back in the runs. Yep. Still eating like he's, an he's, absolute he's still got the run. whale. Uh, I've had the runs a little bit, to be <laughs> honest, but that's a bit personal. Um, you know, it's been good uh, running with uh, uh, different people. It's been yes. nice. Um, went out. Did I go out earlier this week? No, went out on Friday mm-hmm. with Ash. Not run with Ash for a while. Went out on Saturday, did park run. We'll talk about more of that in Ben's segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday, just gone. We're recording Tuesday, uh, Wednesday night. Uh, Tuesday, I ran with Ben again, because I love running with Ben. Mm-hmm. And I also ran with a new friend, Paul. We got him a, a Chase the Sun 10K Impromptu PB, which nice. was wonderful. More about that on my grid posts. And then I also ran on Sunday, but I don't really want to talk about that one. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you can't just... Pass that off. Why, why? Why don't you want to talk about that one? Uh, so basically, we had a party on Saturday night. Um, it was our good friend Lou's uh, "Just Do You" secret launch party mm-hmm. friends gathering. Yes. So she's got a new line of merchandise out. Check out "Just Do You." Uh, they're amazing. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Um, and we got uh, we got our hands on our merchandise a little bit early. Got our hoodies and our caps, mm-hmm. which I'm wearing right now. And uh, so the guys came round, Lou and Dan and JP and Paul and you and Donna and the kids, and we had a chili. And not one drop of alcohol passed your lips, did it? I drank <laughs> bloody loads. And um, yeah, three o'clock in the morning, uh, three o'clock in the morning, me and JP are still up singing Savage Garden um, while our children are trying to sleep. And it got to a point where I've been told I was so drunk. Uh, I wasn't able to talk. I was communicating purely through Spotify. So every now and then I just put a song on to reflect my mood. Um, So Sunday morning we went to a 10 miler, me, Ben and JP. Uh, That turned into a 10k. Got one mile of the 10k, told the guys to go on without me. Ended up chundering in a bush. Um, Thought I'd make a TikTok to make myself feel better. Got too excited doing the TikTok. Chundered into a bush again. Nice. Um, I still managed to do five miles. That was good. Nice. Awesome. Um, but yeah. It's five miles more than I did. Five miles more than you. So my mile count's actually pretty good yeah. uh, this last week. So glad to get back into it and um, awesome. looking forward to running with some more friends uh, as well. Mm. And of course, the big thing is we've been 
kicking on with the what the fuck like community stuff, which we has been have, wonderful, hasn't yes. it? Um, <sighs> yes. Hard Lots work. of hard work, mate. You've been knuckling down and, and sorting everything out behind the scenes and, and doing all that, so yeah. It's been great fun. We've got a new uh, a new group chat, a WhatsApp mm-hmm. group chat. Everyone's welcome. It is a little bit hectic. It is. Um, but you can take what you want from it. That's the point. You know, you dip in an hour yeah. or you can be really involved in it. It's completely up to you. Mute it if so be it. But what we are doing on there is we're sharing uh, upcoming race events that we're going to Alton Towers, of course, only a couple of weeks away. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got loads and loads of stuff going on. Uh, and we've also just launched some exclusive merch. Uh, we're not doing it for profit. No. And um, we're doing it in support of our good friend Josephine. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be uh, we're selling some t-shirts, putting an order in this week. Uh, if you're hearing this and your kids get involved, you might have missed the chance for the order. But please do drop us a DM. We'll get you involved as an official Fartlek family member. Not that you're not all Fartlek family members anyway, but we're trying to just make a little bit more of a clear line of communication amongst the community because we've got some great people out there who just mm-hmm. want to make some new pals and we think we can facilitate that grease the wheels. So yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing this week, my friend. You have, yes. Working really, really hard. Proud of you, mate. Thanks, mate. Uh, so, I think... Let's get straight into it. We've mm. got loads of stuff to get into today. Should we give our good friend, Mr. Ben Stittle, a nudge and do the part run segment? Because this was brilliant. Yeah. Loads of good feedback about it. Um, find out where he's been on his journeys, give you a little bit of parkrun inspiration, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, he's been on his travels again with a special nice. guest. Good looking special guest. Ben Stittle, calling Ben Stittle, are you there? Ben Stittle, reporting in. For duty, how are we sir? Well, I'm quite alright, thanks, how are you boys? Very well, good, thank good, you. Good, good, hmm? good. Yeah. Are you contributing to this segment at all? Probably not, no, you, you seem to just run it as you do. Oh, yeah, I think you've got a, a little bit of a a, a, ditty, a ditty. Is that what you call it? Ditty, yeah, I suppose so. Well, we said that you wanted a theme tune, didn't you, Ben? Uh, it would be nice, yeah. So how how about tramps like us, baby Ben's born to park run. <laughs> okay, I'll put that on the maybe list. On the maybe <laughs> list. Well, I pitched it to Matt before we started recording, and he said he didn't know who Bruce Springsteen was. So and no, 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 no. What? I knew who he was, but I just don't know his music. I grew up in Erasure and Bross and stuff. That's what my, <laughs> what my mum used to listen to. Brilliant. Okay. Um, that's right. Matt's contribution. So, Ben. Yeah. Lovely to have you back, sir. We've got you back from pop, by popular demand, sir. We got some really good feedback from your. Uh, Parkrun segment, your your travelling antics for Parkrun mm-hmm. last week. So we're going to make it a regular thing. Um, let's talk this week. What 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 happened in the wonderful world of Ben and Emma of Emma's Parkrun journey this week? I think you know what happened this week because you were there. You were there. We had JP runs free. He was there. He came along with his lovely partner Polly. Uh, Sammy was there. The kids were there. Um, and we all went to Frickley Country Park on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Just for anyone who's not local to the uh, northwest Yorkshire area, Ben, uh, where is it close to? Oh, it's Wakefield, I believe. Wakefield. Wonderful Wakefield. Near Pontefract. On, kind of, is it that way? Yeah. I Pontefract, yeah. I always thought it was in Wales. It's a Welshy sounding name, isn't it? But it's not as Welsh. You're thinking of Ponty Pandy. I am thinking of Ponty Pandy. <laughs> Thank you. Did you know there's a just there's a Ponty um, challenge on the 5K app, by the way? Is there? Ooh. Nice yeah, the full Ponty. You've got to get all your Ponties in. I think there's five, maybe four or five. Right. Uh, 
was I like that. Yeah. What a good segment. Four that was Monty, it's like a play on words. It's like four Monty, isn't it? Yeah, that's well, yeah. I think people knew that, Matt. Oh. But, Very quick, Matt. Very quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, tell us about. Well, I know about it, but for the for the benefit of everybody else, tell us all about Frickley Country Park, then, Ben. So Frickley Country Park is only a very small event. When I say small, I think there were fifty runners there on Saturday, which me, you, JP, and Emma were four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very well run. The volunteers are very friendly. It's it's on compact gravel the whole way round, um, and well, it was a lovely run. It was a lo- well, I say it was a no. lovely run. It, it was pretty brutal. You're was, lying. Not, yeah, I'm, it was I'm, horrible. I'm trying to be nice to them. I'm trying to be nice to Frickley, but let's let's be honest. That first kilometre was pretty brutal. Mm. Um, they tell you about it at the start. You go up this little hill, you go down a big hill, and then you go up zigzag hill, and Come on, Rob, tell us, what was it, What was Zigzag Hill like? So, Zigzag Hill itself wasn't the worst thing I've ever run up. Uh, I would say it's akin to, if anyone's done Milton Keynes Park Run, we've got a good Milton uh-huh. Keynes contingent with us. They've got their own zigzags, and it's somewhat similar in terms of distance and gradient. However, when you get to the end of the zigzags, at Milton Keynes Park, when you get a lovely long downhill that Jack loves to take, as a, uh, a as a record, yeah. as a Strava segment. Um, when uh, you do it at Frickley Country Park, you turn into a vertical climb um, for about 200 metres that, frankly, made my lungs fall out of my arse. <laughs> exactly the same. I just, I don't think my lungs recovered for the rest no. of the run after that. No. That sounds horrific. Oh. Oh. Honestly. <laughs> the keys is bad enough. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was, yeah. It wasn't no. ideal. No, no. But we got up there, we ran it, you get a bit of a downhill afterwards, and then it's a loop round the country park. Um and amidst that amongst that loop, you do a tiny little loop as well. Um, just to make up your distance. And then thankfully for the last two hundred meters, you get a little bit of a downhill, mm. which was quite yeah. nice. So nice. I think it's a bit more than two. It was a good five hundred meter. Descent to the finish, I think, mate. Was it? Um, oh. Yeah, I remember yeah. rightly. Um, the woman said 800 meters in the in the pre-race briefing, but it definitely wasn't 800 meters. Definitely wasn't. Um, it, and, and you know what? We're, being, we're making, making jokes about our own lack of ability to climb up hills, but it, it was a beautiful little park, wasn't it? Real hidden gem. Um, like yes. when you came off, it was you know quite built up housing area, um, yeah. and then you, t- you turned left into this little gravel path, and it's by on the back of a non-league football ground. Frickly Athletic, I think it's called. Frickly and Athletic, yeah. That, that's the one. But then you you get into it, and it's it reminds me of anyone who's local to to, to ourselves. A bit like Castle Sheffield Castle Park Run. You you you, you don't expect to see it, and then it's really really pretty, and it's a big it's a nice challenging course if you want to give yourself a, a go on the hills. Very challenging, very challenging. But but because of the low numbers, we all did pretty well in the uh, old position bingo slash position stakes. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. My highest place ever finish at a park run. Oh, well done, well done. Nice, nice, nice. Eighth, yeah. Nice. Yeah, JP, JP was seventh. Yep. And me being me and playing position bingo, I thought I've got opportunity here to tick off another one of my top tens. And after last week putting me on the spot and embarrassing me with my third position. <laughs> Thank you very much. I decided this week I'm going to show you while you're there that I can get third position. And bang, third position. There we go. Got it. <laughs> Done. Well, Done. Well. 
And, and I tell you what, I've had some dead good reactions to the old uh, the old 5K app. Some people have already got it. Some people have just downloaded it. Um, I've had people message me, uh, Ben, being like, uh, particularly showing me the overall percentage of completed. That's yes, been the yes. thing. So I'd love to see some more of them, I think. I don't even look at mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very low. Just, I've done seven par runs. Yeah, yeah. Three of them at Rotherham. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You need to put some effort in there, Matty. I know, yeah. Um, one downside of Frickley, we couldn't find anywhere for a nice coffee, could we? No, no, it was a bit of a disaster. There isn't really any nice little cafes or coffee shops close by. Um, so we resorted to the old trusty Costa. Mm, yeah, a little couple, few, few miles down the road we got to Costa, didn't we? So Other, um, other coffee shops are available, by the way. Other coffee, but we, I, I do feel like we are haggling, hankering for a, a Costa sponsorship. That would be... Lovely. Absolutely. I would take it now. <laughs> Love Costa. Love Costa. Um, so, in summary, then, Ben, what do we reckon? Frickley, if you want a challenging park run, it's great. Beware the hill at 1k. Um, yeah. Don't be, be prepared to have to drive for a cup of coffee afterwards. But lovely volunteers and well worth a poodle. Brilliant. Definitely recommend it. You've got to go. You've got to go. Absolutely. It's not too far off the A1 either, so it's pretty good access to it. Mm, yeah, um, we, we we drove up from from S20 from Rother Valley Way and only took 35 minutes. Yeah, I was I was expecting longer. So yeah, really enjoyed it. Uh, good one. Um, in terms of your position, well, we covered your position bingo already, didn't we? Um, yeah. did you have you had a look on yours to see your percentage complete map? Uh, where does it say you? Is it at the top. Complete? Oh, ten. Ten, ten percent. That's ten. That's a start. Yeah, that's that's all right, not too bad. What's your that's percentage that's complete then overall? I think I'm about 62 at the minute. So I'm only 50, 52% behind you, Ben. You've been doing right. it years. You're not far, you're not far. <laughs> what, an ins- what an insult that is. He's a professional parkrun challenger and you never show up. <laughs> but, well, Very trust me, it's going to take him a while to catch up. Very mm. good. So you're on your travels again next week, Ben. We're going to be getting you back to find out where you are then. However, before you go, you did just want to do a little bit of a shout out mention for some people maybe to get involved. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, as a bit of a parkrun tourist, it'd be interesting to know of any good parkruns to visit, uh, preferably no more than a two hour radius. Well, no, call it three hour radius of the Barnsley area. Um, willing to travel if it's really worth going. Um, I think there is one down. Uh, Emma found one Summerdale Pavilion down near Bristol. That's got what is known as the curly whirly. I saw yes. this on on Facebook the other day. It sounds interesting. Oh, it looks amazing. Um, but it's down near Bristol, so that has definitely gone on the list, and I will be doing that one probably in the new year. But uh, yeah, it'd be good to get recommendations of anyone that lives in and around a three-mile radius of Sheffield or Barnsley area, and tell me why I should go and what's good about it. Um, and I will definitely have a look into it. Um, and let's go for a coffee afterwards, most importantly. Uh, yeah, definitely. Any recommendations? Welcome. I always like a good coffee and preferably a nice breakfast after a park run. Um, and then another way that I'd like people to get in touch is to let me know of any achievements, 5K achievements they've achieved. Um, preferably the more the better in one park run on a Saturday. For instance, I, I achieved three on Saturday in one run, I did mm-hmm. my barcode scanning, so I got an extra volunteer credit. I got third position 
and I've got a new park run that's three in one weekend. So nice. anybody that does anything like that, get in touch. We might have a bit of a uh, park run roll call. Mm, uh, like it. Yeah, and yeah, just any funny stories that have happened to anyone at any park runs, preferably not taking the mick out of me for uh, letting me. <laughs> You'll get over it at some point, Mark. Might not. <laughs> Takes the flack off of me. <laughs> but yeah, no, that'd, be good. that'd be good. So anybody who's got any kind of um, recommendations or stories or achievements, and they they want to get a little shout out or give me a little bit of a, an idea going forward then uh, slide into my dms give me a story and uh, yeah let's see where we are next week and if they're sliding into dms ben how are they going to find you uh, at sheffield underscore strider are you sure it's not at, at sexy strider no or emma emma emma, <laughs> emma kibosh uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's stop that right there <laughs> dead in its tracks he was all cop sure about we were gonna run last night yeah i'm gonna change it got home i'm not doing it lads <laughs> <laughs> not happening <laughs> explaining to people what that's all about oh i just decided to start calling ben sexy strider yeah. it's not that good of a story <laughs> to be honest um and then emma said he's not allowed she'll break up with him if he changes his instagram handle to sexy strider right okay ben uh always a pleasure my friend enjoy your park running maybe some people need to keep their eyes open for you because he could absolutely. pop up absolutely anywhere because mm. once again mm-hmm. Matt, ben was born to park run i'm gonna nice. get you listed some springsteen yeah nice do it cheers cheers ben Thanks, guys. Ta-da. So the question then becomes, Matthew, hmm. are you going to do a bloody park run or what? Yeah, I am. I've been looking through my, that 5K app that Ben's been talking about, and I've found one here that says park run, right? <laughs> and yeah, I'm fit- that's, that's what it's called. Good start. <laughs> no, the, the, one of the you challenges figured... is called park run, right? Yeah. And I'm at 57% on that one. Right. And basically all you have to do on that is, is run a park run with every letter of the word park run. Yeah. And I've done four, so I need to find three. I need to find an A, a U, and an N. Okay. So maybe that'll give me a kick up the arse to go and park run. It'd be a good start. Park run! Park, you said park run a lot in this last minute. <laughs> I love it, though. It's because I love the segment. It is a good segment. Yeah. I love it. I love hearing Ben's Looking voice. through these app, this app is just, yeah, so many different challenges. You inspired. I am. You're going to get on it. I will. Love it. So where, yeah, definitely where to next? The, the, where to? Where will he be next? Where will he pop up? That's where will the he go? Where will he stop? Look for the sign of Ben. No. Is that the, are you doing the play day song? God's sake, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're just a genius, aren't you? Um, so yeah, brilliant segment. 5K is the app. Just type in 5K. Mm-hmm. You'll find it. Pop your park from barcode number in there and you'll get an access to a plethora. Ooh, word of the day. Ooh, that was good. Plethora. Plethora. Of uh, different challenges that you'll, it makes more sense what Ben's on about. And then um, let him know, definitely let him know where your recommended park runs are. Maybe go and find him mm-hmm. um, for a little runny poo. Um, I'm sure he'd be up for that. And uh, there you go. Brilliant. And if you've ticked, up, ticked off any of the challenges or any of the... Uh, yeah, challenge, challenges again. The word you're looking for the, is look, challenges, said, yes. On, on my script here, it says stumble challenges. You're pointing at an empty table. <laughs> if, you, if you manage to cross any of them off, give Ben a shout and uh, he'll be sure to shout you right next week, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I love it, I love it. We had quite a few people coming back to us saying mm. that they were 
uh, super involved in the, the app either already or because yeah. of the segment. So great stuff. Um, so with that being said, I think we should get over to our main event, the Star yes. Attraction. Mr. David Starley at Fit Starley mm-hmm. um, on the old uh, on the old Instagram. Yes. Uh, good good timing. World Vegan Day coming up next week. We've right. got the COP twenty six, which is the um, the global climate change conference in Glasgow. Right, yeah. Uh, we've got some peeps, some pals there. I think Mark Crawford is up there. Right. It's part of his job. He's up there at the moment nice. in Glasgow attending, um, learning about how we can be more sustainable and save the old planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk a little bit afterwards about on the back of David's uh, yeah. chat about what we think, which will be good. And um, yeah, should we go and see what, what the man himself's got to say? Yes, let's do it. It is fair to say that the world is changing as Glasgow prepares to host the UN Climate Change Conference this uh, next week even. Uh, and with World Vegan Day right around the corner, people are looking at how they can change things up to help the planet. And my guest today is a huge advocate of justice, a trail runner with a passion for sustainability and climate action. His views particularly on how this can be incorporated into the world of running are a real point of interest. We're going to get into all of that as well as his own running journey today. And I am joined by Mr. David Starley. How are we doing today, man? I'm doing great, thank you. And thanks for having me on today. It's a pleasure. No, no, no. Very happy to, sir. How's your day been? Been out for a run yet? I haven't actually. I was going to go after work and then I finished work late and I didn't have time. (laughs) I I know that pain. I think that feels like every run I plan to go on at the moment. (laughs) Yeah. Um, right, okay, so let's get into it. There's loads I want to talk about. Obviously, the, the sustainability stuff, the, the climate action stuff is really important, but let's not miss the fact that the point of this podcast is to get to know people. Let's learn a little bit about you. Can you start by just telling people how you got into running? Yeah, absolutely. So I guess I always say my running journey was a bit unconventional, a bit less interesting because um, I started from a, being in quite a fit state already. So when I was younger, I played football for the youth team um, from like six years old until 18. I played for the same team over 10 years um, in a row. Um, but then when it got to the later years, um, we did some fitness training um, and I used to run to and from football training just because it was not that far um, and it saved my dad having to give me a lift. <laughs> yeah. um, so that was sort of the first sort of running I did. Um, But then when I went to university, uh, suddenly there was no fitness training anymore. Um, And I was still playing football and playing badminton. But to keep my fitness levels up, I I wanted to go and run. So I started running um, outside of sports and casually. uh, And then when we came around to sort of the exam season, I actually found running became a bit of my escape from revision as well and it was that mental health aspect that also um, contributed to my sort of running journey at that time Um, and then when I started getting into the more competitive side of running let's say uh, was when I did a placement year um, at a company in Surrey actually and I joined the running club there as a way of meeting people socializing um, and that side of it so then Obviously, I got the running bug properly, uh, was running several times a week and uh, then went on the journey of doing my first races. Um, so that was the beginning for me. The origin story, if you will. So talk to me about how, so obviously fit guy from, from day dot. 
how did uh, how did that transition into racing come? Talk about some of those early memories of races. Anything that kind of really sticks out as that the moment where you did something and you thought, oh yeah, I love this. This is going to be a big part of my life from now on. Um, yeah, so I, I guess the catalyst for me to sign up to a race was um, when my grandma passed away, um, and I was already running with the club, and I thought okay, I'll raise some money for Alzheimer's Research UK um, because she sadly passed away with, with dementia and Alzheimer's. Um, so this was back in 2018, well, end of 2017. But my first race I was training for was the half marathon, um, Hampton Court Palace half marathon it was, uh, which was March, I think, 2018. Um, so the first thing I did in racing terms was a 10K in my training. Um, so I created a training plan. I went for a very aggressive time. I, I was attempting to run 126 wow. in my first half marathon um, uh, because that number 86 was how old my grandma was when she passed away. Okay. Um, like so that's the connection. Um, but yeah, uh, the training went pretty well. Uh, there was one time where I did get injured. I had the classic runner's knee mm -hmm. and I learned my lesson um, and I've not had that since. <laughs> so that's a, a good sign. Um, but yeah, I think that 10k, um, I enjoyed it, but then I did it as a training run, um, and it wasn't necessarily a race as such. So when the half marathon came around, that was sort of the big race day. Um, and it's a wonder that I actually wanted to carry on running after that because it was the day that all the races were cancelled because of snow. <laughs> um, but this one went ahead, um, and it was zero degrees, sub zero wind chill. Um, the roads were slushy and slippery, <laughs> um, and there I was running around <laughs> on the road, slipping around, um, not having a lot of fun, <laughs> to be honest. So, so then, that, um, well, I didn't put you off too badly, I presume. I, I, did you still get that real sense of sort of accomplishment? Were there many people out watching, actually, if it was that cold? Did you get that, um, that crowd and that cheer as you came over the finish line? There were there were a decent amount of people at the finish, um, yeah. but the, around the around the actual course there weren't many, and that was a real challenge. Mm. Although I did have my parents there supporting me, um, who saw me once or twice, which was nice. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I I did get the sort of accomplishment, but I was also quite disappointed um, because I was quite far off of my target. Um, so yeah, I suppose it was a mixed bag at that time. Yeah. Uh, how does it progress from there then? I mean, are there any races that followed shortly thereafter? So this was like, she said, going into 2018, wasn't it? So it was not too long ago. Um, uh, how, what, what develops then, I suppose, in the build-up to the dreaded C word, COVID kicking in 2020? Yeah. Any, any big race memories from, from 18, 19 that, that, that did give you that sense of accomplishment, I guess, that did yeah. uh, ratify the, uh, all the hard work? Yeah, d definitely. I think the big one for me was Bath Half Marathon in 2019. Mm -hmm. So I was running, you know, fairly regularly between the 2018 and 2019. I enjoyed it um, as as just a fun thing to do. Um, but then again, it was exam season. This was my final year at university in Bath. So I was like, oh, I have to do the Bath Half Marathon um, before I leave. Um, and I actually had a training plan again, but I only completed probably 60% of it because final year exams were <laughs> a lot of work. Um, so then on race day, when it came round, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go out there, do what I can. 
try and run at a decent pace and just see where I end up. Um, and I should have said that the Hampton Court Palace one, I did one thirty zero zero, literally okay. zero seconds. Um, so I was like, I'll try for sub 90 um, at bath half. But then all the pressure was taken off because I was like, I'm not sure I'm going to get that without having the training. But on the day, it was a lovely day, perfect weather, lovely temperature, crowds everywhere. Um, and I got to halfway and I felt great. And then from halfway onwards, I just felt even better and I sped up and I ended up finishing in 128.46. And wow. the finish on Great Pulteney Street is incredible. There's people everywhere. Um, and it's one of the historic locations in Bath. And yeah, I was, yeah, I just loved it. And, and so this was 2019, you said, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, I imagine that you were really getting into a swing of things um, with, the, with, with the running half marathon. And did you say that was when you were finishing uni as well? Yeah, that's right. Right. Okay. So obviously the stress of uni finishes, you're going to be getting into probably a bit more routine, a bit more structure. I guess it's really time to kick on with your running. But then, of course, 2020 happens. So how did that impact the running journey for you? Um, well, funnily enough, it didn't actually change it that much. Probably the biggest catalyst of change in my running journey was moving down here. So to Plymouth in the southwest, um, which was towards the end of 2019 for my graduate job. Um, and that's because I was already enjoying the off-road running and the trails. But then when I moved here, where you've got the Southwest Coast Path and you've got Dartmoor, suddenly this whole world of trail running was in front of me and I could go somewhere new every weekend. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what was the big change. And then during COVID, I think I noticed how much I missed that when it was taken away. Um, at the start, when we could only go locally, I had to go to my local park and run laps around the park, <laughs> which yeah. wasn't quite the same. Um, but yeah, that's probably what, what changed for me in my running. Yeah, it's interesting that, isn't it? Because I imagine not just the, the missing it when we were in lockdown one and we couldn't travel more than six miles or whatever it was away from our home. Um, but I imagine that then getting back into that when those restrictions were lifted throughout the back end of 2020, that probably really would have offset for you missing races or park run or, or the other things that we all tended to have missed in the running community because you'd have just been happy getting back out there in the wilderness and, and having a run. Yeah, 100%. So um, I was really lucky to have those places nearby um, and I didn't miss the races much at all. Well, I say that when I came back to racing, it was quite nice, but um, just to be out on the trails again was amazing. Mm. Uh, and you mentioned then that the reason you moved down uh, to the coast was because of your job um, uh, that you took after university. And I, I know that your job, um, coupled with a few other things, has been the, we've said the word catalyst quite a bit, the, the, you know, the thing that ignited uh, your passion for climate action. So just talk to me a little bit. If someone might not know, so when you're talking about sustainability, when you're talking about climate change, you're talking about uh, COP26, all that kind of stuff. T t tell me, just, just give me a real sort of idiot's guide to... To, to, to what it is that, that, you're, that you advocate for, that, that you're talking about? Yeah, sure. So I guess if we start from the beginning, we have to ask the question, well, what is sustainability and what does that mean? Um, and my answer would be it's about um, preserving the future. Um, and there's a good quote from the Brundtland Report, um, which is from 1986 or so. It's sustainable development is about... Um, protecting uh, future generations. So 
it's um i'm trying to remember the exact quote now which i can't off the top of my head but it's all about um leaving the world in a better place than what you found it basically yep. um and whether that's across the social aspects of so the people um or the environmental aspects and the nature and the animal side of things um it's all of those together so really what we want is a clean world where air quality is better um we don't have the global warming that causes things like sea level rise and that causes um pollution and um extreme weather events uh so that's what we're all striving for in terms of sustainability mm -hmm. and climate change in particular um, without going fully into the science we emit carbon emissions from most things that we do primarily from burning fossil fuels um, and those get into the atmosphere and they absorb um, the sunshine um, the sun's infrared radiation and it's like a greenhouse so hence why it's called the greenhouse gas um, effect greenhouse effect and that causes the warming up of the planet and that's problematic because we've um, put so many of these gases in that the planet's warming very quickly compared to how it has previously um, and that's melting the polar ice caps and that's causing um, much more uncertain and frequent extreme weather events among many other things and and obviously you've seen in the news the floods and the fires and so on which which are the impacts from those um so yeah that's that's what it's all about really yeah and, it, and of course probably the most important conversation that we'll talk about in our lifetime in reality and, and yet one that doesn't really find its way too much into the mainstream media of course because conflicting uh, reasons and and, and and i guess motivations for in, in the media um however uh, glasgow is hosting uh, the un climate change conference uh, next week starting uh, for a couple of weeks it's happening um, and they are looking at what what can be done internationally um, to, to, to combat these problems but it is also about what we do on a personal level isn't it and you're somebody who takes great strides personally to self-reflect and to look at how you can influence on an individual basis um, these kind of problems and changes what are some of the things that you Tent that you've focused on in the last year or two since this has become a big part of your life to to try and facilitate that change yeah i mean i think for me it all starts with um understanding um and for me my journey's been about actually getting that awareness and an understanding of the science and sort of keeping an open mind um and not being afraid to challenge my previous sort of beliefs um and probably the biggest change for me has come in, in my diet I was always a bit more environmentally conscious with like turning lights off and saving energy and so on, the obvious things um, that we've all been growing up with. Um, but for me, diet was the big one that's changed. So um, being in the climate and environment space, I was reading these reports around um, the impacts of animal agriculture in particular, uh, particularly from organizations like the uh, UN Environment Programme, that's the United Nations, um, the Food Agriculture Organization, and also things like the Climate Change Committee, um, which is the organization uh, that advises the UK government um, on their climate policy. And it was all saying animal agriculture is really bad. Um, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that, that's interesting. I eat fairly significant amounts of meat. I've grown up 
eating a lot of meat and dairy as well, I should add. Um, and I also read the book, How Bad Are Bananas by Mike Berners-Lee. It's excellent. I'd recommend it to, to anyone. Um, and that's all about quantifying like the carbon footprint of everything. Um, and in there, it compares protein and, and meat and dairy. And throughout all of um, the tables, animal agriculture and beef in particular is really, really bad. So the first thing I did was, okay, beef clearly has bad impacts on the environment. I need to reduce this. So I um, initially reduced the amount of beef I had and then cut it out completely. Um, at this point, I was still eating pork and chicken because they're not as bad or as um, high carbon emissions. But then as time went on and as I started eating more vegetarian meals um, and looking at the alternatives um, and reading more about the science, I realized that actually I could get rid of those as well and I could go fully vegetarian, which is what I did. Um, and this was probably the early part of this year. So only about 10 months ago. Um, so then at that stage, I started looking at other areas and I was like, well, I still have quite a lot of cheese and, and, and milk. Um, and dairy is, is actually potentially worse from a carbon emissions perspective, uh, than pork and chicken, um, because it's still associated with the cows. Um, and I should explain that the reason why that's bad, um, is because of the methane in particular. So cows and ruminant animals, animals, so those um, are cows and sheep primarily, um, the way that they process and digest their food creates methane. And methane is a very potent greenhouse gas. It's um, about 28 or something times worse than carbon dioxide mm -hmm. um, in terms of the uh, greenhouse effect. So the fact that we consume so much beef and so much dairy results in there being a huge number of cows and um, around the world, far more intensive farming um, than the sort of grass fed idyllic fields in that you sometimes see in the UK and, and elsewhere. Um, so then, yeah, so that's when I started saying, okay, I can get rid of dairy as well. Um, so now I have oat milk and I have um, a cheese um, replacement. So a coconut based, um, coconut milk based one. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty much, let's say 95% vegan now. I think one of the only things I'm still having is cheese and onion crisps, which have a bit of whey powder. And they've yeah. always been my favorite flavor. So I'm very um, hesitant to give them up completely. <laughs> uh, kettle, just, just a side note, kettle chips do a good cheese and onion uh, crisp. Oh, I have to try that. Yeah, pretty tasty. I, I, I do think it's interesting what you say though, because um, and, and I find and I found that journey just took me on uh, that transition really uh, interesting and, and, and relatable as well, because I've had a similar journey myself. And what I'm hoping is that people listen to this and what they don't hear is you eat meat. So you're a bad person and you um, like dairy milk chocolate. So you're killing the planet. And, you know, think about the baby chickens it, as much as veganism um, in, in, in some ways and some people perfectly entitled to their opinions um, are absolutely extreme in their views that, you know, the animal welfare side of things and all that. There is also a real, really important and potent message that sits around um, climate change and sustainability, that reduction of meat and dairy can only be a good thing. 
and to encourage people that it's okay if you can't do it all, but just think about maybe meat-free Monday or just think about swapping out to oat milk. Oat milk's lovely in a cup of coffee. And it's just like all those little things that we can do. And if we can work together and encourage each other and talk to people like David, come and talk to someone like me who's been vegan for a year and a half and get ideas on things you can do. Like we, we Matt and Donna come around once a week and we cook for them. And I just think that that, is so much more of a constructive way to really help tackle this problem of climate change um, uh, than, than any other approach. So I, it's just something, uh, thank you for sharing it with me because I just find it really interesting. Yeah, and, and I totally agree. I think if, if we go back to the, like the entirety of, let's say, the climate change and climate activism, we can't solve this by just being hypercritical all the time. We need to work together. And, and, it, and I've been watching like the Earthshot series and i watched the last one just before we started recording this um and at the end prince william um says you know this is about everyone coming together um and it's not going to be solved by one solution or one thing and like for example like you say veganism we don't need everyone on the planet to be a vegan and in fact that's actually not fair because there's certain cultures in the world which are based all around their local farming and meat consumption mm -hmm. And to force, force veganism on them would be very unjust. Um, and equally, those that rely on their local fish stocks, you know, again, to force them away from that is not, not fair and just at all. So it has to be a um, just and climate justice approach to everything and say the problem really is about this overconsumption. And in many ways, with plastics and with food, the overconsumption is what's driving the majority of the problem um so just reducing by one meal a week to start with um is great and that's the first step and then just see how you go from there um and you don't have to completely go vegan so that, that's really a good message yeah no i like it how about running then what about from a running community perspective i know there's a lot of talk about you talked about use of plastics and you see so many plastic bottles i know there's recycling campaigns and that kind of thing that go on but um can the running community do better do you reckon um, yes. So I, th I think overall the running community is not too bad, let's say, if from a relativity point of view. Um, but there are always ways that it could be better. Um, and in particular, I would focus on a couple of key areas. So one is being materials, so shirts, clothing, etc. Um, and the other one is about the events themselves, which goes into the plastics um, for the plastic bottles, as well as the travel aspects. Mm -hmm. Um, which is one that people might not necessarily always think about. Um, but yeah, for me, the, the clothing is really important. So we always talk about, or you hear the term fast fashion and running clothing is no, no different. Um, there seems to be a, an idea of new, different running clothing coming out every year um, with the major brands. And it's not always what you'd call sustainable. Um, and it's important here to classify what you mean by sustainable because although recycled plastic tops so recycled polyester is much better than using virgin fabric or or just standard polyester let's say um, it still has an impact and you can only recycle it so many times so still the problem is consumption and and i like the favorite the favorite phrase is the most sustainable piece of clothing is the one you're already wearing <laughs> so yeah. um that that's one part of it and then the other part being the events is well how do you get to events you know 
So you can drive, which at the moment, unless you have an electric car, has quite a substantial carbon footprint if you're driving. Um, or you can get public transport. And there's an onus on not just us as runners, but also the event organizers to improve the public transport things. Maybe arranging special services on the days. So London was quite good for this. They have free travel passes on London transport for any runner, um, which I made the most of. Um, and just thinking about those aspects as well is really important. Um, and yeah, like you say, the plastics. So bringing reusable, um, bringing your own ones rather than using single-use plastics. Um, every little helps. And especially at the high-profile events like London, there's that visible leadership and encouraging other people to do it, um, which is really important. Um, so yeah, th those are a few specific ways anyway. Mm, yeah, no, 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 really interesting and, and agree 100%. Even down to, you know, can, can race events do more to encourage people to car share, you know, find people in, you know, people travel quite far for races sometimes. And um, there's definitely more that we've done in that space. Uh, interesting, 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 man. Let's move away from sustainability and let's move back on to you then uh, before we finish, man, because we, we kind of stopped our chat about you and got sidelined into the climate stuff uh, just around the time COVID hit. But of course, the world's opened up since then and your 2021 has been uh, eventful. Uh, so talk to me about, uh, about what you've done uh, since, uh, since COVID's kind of eased off and the world's opened up again. Yeah, sure. I mean, I suppose I've become an ultra runner, if we call it that. Yeah. Um, so right at the end of last year, when after the first lockdown, I did my first 50K, I was actually going to do UTMB in Oman. Um, but I couldn't go out there because of COVID. So I decided I'll just run it on the coast path instead. Roughly the same elevation, just up and down, up and down instead of one big mountain. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did 50K. And then this year I've, I've done another 50K just in August when I ran from north to south of Dartmoor um, just for fun on a day out. And yeah, I just... I suppose this year I, my, my sort of running journey has been more about just enjoying it and getting out on the trails immersing myself in nature and 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 i find related relating again back to the sustainability is um it really helps me because i can visually see what i'm working to protect and what i'm working on in my in my full-time job um dealing with climate change you know you go out there on dartmoor and you lose yourself in nature and you can't see any of the sort of let's say bad impacts of humanity um, and you, you really like immersed in the moment, but yeah, that's what my 2021 has been like with running. Interesting. And, and you know what, it's, I think it's a lovely point as we start to wind down the conversation that, you know, we all like to get out into nature. We all like to get out for a hike or a walk or a, or a trail run. And maybe that just taking that moment when you're out there to absorb that, that in and look around and think, yeah, this is definitely worth fighting for because it is. Um, is quite a poignant thought to have. Um, uh, before I let you go then, man, what's, what's in plan for you then? What's coming next? Well, there's a few things, hopefully. Um, nothing is fully confirmed, except I have got one ultra booked in for next year, but that's all. Um, but I'm hoping to do a bit of an event um, or a series of runs along COP26, which is the 1st of November to the 12th of November, hoping to align my runs to some sort of goals or targets. And then beyond that, in early next year, I'm hoping to do some fundraising 
um, some big personal running challenges, maybe push myself to my limits a little bit, explore what those are and, and raise money for climate um, activism. Brilliant. Watch this space for that. And I'm sure and people can do by giving you a follow on Instagram. You are at Fit Starly. That's right, isn't it? Absolutely. That's the one. Wonderful. Uh, anywhere else people can find you? Anything else you wanted to shout out? You wanted to mention before I let you get back to your busy day, my friend? Oh, well, I'm very active on LinkedIn. If anyone would like to follow me for work related things and climate change related things. Yeah, just, just under your name. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Wonderful. Anything else? No, that's all. Just thank you very much for having me. No, superstar. It's been a pleasure. We've been chatting for nearly half an hour and it's absolutely flown by. So um, I'll let you get back to your day. Uh, hopefully uh, we can catch up at some point in the future. We, we get down to the South Coast at some point. Um, and yeah, see you soon, my friend. Yeah, I'd love that. Take care. Cheers. And that, my fine four-foot friend, mm -hmm. was Mr. David Starley. Yeah, great chat. Different one, it yeah, a bit different. Yeah, yeah. Not not just all about running, but about like you say, sustainability and and trying to protect the planet and stuff like that. And it it, it weren't super shoved down your throat, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I love that about David, and I've always been cautious about um, approaching the topic mm -hmm. because as much as and I think I mentioned this on on, on the chat itself, as much as I, I I genuinely believe that it's a super important conversation to have. Yeah. Um, it's it's our kids that we're leaving this planet too and we, we're not leaving it in a particularly good state at the moment mm. are we um uh, the, the, I, 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 and, I, and i get this from from my veganism that yeah. what i've found over the last two three years is that whilst i do have very strong feelings about my diet and about animal welfare and and particularly protecting the planet um if i ram that down people's throats they're not going to mm. react yeah people don't like to be told that what they're doing is bad yeah they'll always find an opposing viewpoint because we don't like that. We don't like as human. It's not nice to be told that you're yeah, yeah. doing something horrible. So what I thought was great about David's chat and why I specifically got him on, because I know that this is his approach and his, his mantra, is that it is all just about encouragement and conversation. Yeah. And I thought that was a great dialogue about, here's some little things that you can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't have, you don't have to be all in either. As long as if you do a little bit, it's it's at least a bit of something, isn't it? Exactly, and you know, and I love that we linked it back round to the running as well. Mm. Talking about the plastic bottles, I mean, yeah. I'm terrible for it. Take a plastic bottle, swig mm. it, and throw it away. Um, and I know they get recycled, but the one that really got me was about the um, the clothing stuff. Yeah. And you know about, I mean, you never have that problem, do you? To be fair, <laughs> I'm still wearing the clothes I've got when I was twelve. <laughs> well, to be honest, mate. Yeah, I mean, you you're, you're pretty much doing the sustainability thing without trying, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, they still fit me. I mean, a bit snug around the waistline. You stop, stop growing. <laughs> but yeah, they, they fit in the leg. <laughs> but yeah. But it was it was interesting, and and again, it was something that we really had a good think about when we talked about mm. putting the t-shirts out. Because yeah. initially, we were like, what we're going to do is we're going to order two hundred t-shirts, and we'll see who takes them, and we'll have different colours and all this kind mm. of stuff. And what we've ended up doing is we thought, well, no. We'll order what we need. Order, order what we need, and we're ordering to demand. So mm -hmm. we've gone out and we said, who wants one? Yeah. We'll do a bulk of them, mm -hmm. give the money to charity. Yeah. And then if more people come to us, we'll say, well, the next one's going to be on yeah. this date. And um, we're not going to be going OTT with 14 different colours and buffs yeah. and this. Not that there's a problem with that. People, you know, there's no problem with having um, uh, choice and options. But there is sometimes, I think, a good argument for 
do I need this? Or, yeah. you know what I mean? Do I need to change my running shoes just yet? Or can I get another month out of them? And, <laughs> and, well, no, again, again, you obviously do not have what that. Do they, what, do they, what do they recommend about 300 miles? Your shoes talk Times to you. Times five. Your, your shoes talk to you, mate. Yeah, before I throw them off. Flip, flopping at the Got no to do with sustainability because I'm a tight bastard. <laughs> Uh, no, but I thought it was a great chat, and, uh, yeah. and fair play to David for coming on and yeah. talking so passionately about it. Yeah, and going back on what you said about being like having stuff shoved down your throat. I mean, I, I got talking to you, found out you were vegan, and it's 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 knowing you that's made me question not question myself, but think differently about it, mm. and not think oh, oh bloody vegan. <laughs> bloody hell! It, it, says, it says on this script. Tap microphone. The, I was going to say the microphone's not vegan. It's not his fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know where I'm coming from with yeah. it. It's, it's like, yeah, I don't. I've lost my train of thought. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I get what you're saying, and, and it makes me really proud that, that you do feel that way. And mm. you know, you guys have never come around. I mean, you you probably come to ours once a week, and you've mm. never come around and been like, yeah. oh, are we eating vegan yeah, again? Or no, it's lovely, lovely. Yeah. You, you're a good cook, mate. Thanks, mate. Mm. Um, but no, I love it, and, and you know, encouraging the conversation, whether that's meat free Monday, mm-hmm. whether that's not grabbing a plastic bottle on a ten k race, mm-hmm. whether that's just having, just not quite, not buying the three different variants of the t shirt, just buying two, whatever it might be, we can all make a difference. And fair play to David for delivering that message. Yeah, brilliant chat. I enjoyed it. So it was quite, it was quite a serious chat, that wasn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, it was a pretty serious subject, and yeah. it was thought provoking. Maybe we should carry on that, carry that on. Yeah, I, I was, show. I was gonna say, yeah, I think the next segment's mm. gonna be equally so. Yeah, hundred percent. Not ridiculous in the slightest. <laughs> Nowhere near. Nowhere near. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shall we just get to it? <laughs> I think let's let's just get to it. Let's get the guys on and let's see if we can enter Statman John's. If we can penetrate the rim of Statman John's inner circle this week. What do you reckon? <laughs> let's do it. Once again, back it's the incredible prime animal. It's time for the inner circle song. I started and I realised it wasn't going to work. Uh, right, okay. So first things first, we need to introduce someone, Matt. Who do we need to introduce after last week? Get the order right. Who are we introducing first? So first we'll be introducing Jack. Correct. JP. Gold. Baby JP. Gold star. Thank you. Um, Mr. Jack Penfold, how are you? Hello. Um, yeah, I think I'm recovering from last week's disappointment. I And I hope I don't have to sing again this week and cover Matt up for cocking up, but it looks like he's on the ball this week. So other like, than that, yeah, not too bad. You're, you're just bringing that reference up, aren't you, so that, pe- so that people give you praise for your singing, but it wasn't very good. No, I know. Well, I know it wasn't very good, but I was thinking I fought on the spot very quickly. I was thinking me and JP, we come at two. That's why I sang that song, and you know. But I don't actually know the song, so I just winged it. Winged it. Um, okay, fair enough. How are you feeling after last week? Do you feel like, I think maybe you justified him feeling that maybe you were swindled a little bit last week. What do you reckon? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm glad I got the right answer. I'm just disappointed in myself for not given the right reasons. It's a bit like uh, in GCSE maths when you get the right answer because you guess it, but you don't show your workings out so you don't get the full marks. That's what it felt like to me. Wouldn't but um, with that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, might be able, I might be able to um, pull it back, shall we say, this week? Yeah, yeah, pull out. No. Pull out. Move on. Um, what did you learn from last week? What, what? Do you remember I gave you some advice? Let's see if you've been listening and paying attention. What are the things you need to focus on this week for your answer? I need to not talk so much and Statman John likes it when people think about charities and and people and doing stuff for, for the greater good rather than being selfish and doing it for yourself. 
Correct. Oh, beautiful, Jack. Beautiful, but you did forget the most important one. What was that? Stop being such a massive posho. <laughs> oh, yes. Stop being posh. I'm, I'm yeah. working on that accent. Okay, good. That series finale is going to be you doing a Scouse accent. All right. I, okay, I'll try my best. <laughs> the nerves in his voice then. Oh, no. I'll get, um, I'll, get chat, I'll get chatting to Sammy. She can help me out. She can help you out. So, okay, listen. So, you've got some help this week? Yes, I have. And in a in a very good help as well a very friendly man who i think will be on my side well we'll find out could he help could he hinder mm. is he gonna put your journey into the inner circle above his own possible attempt to penetrate the ring himself who's the guest this week mark uh, mr mohawk himself mr nick finney mr nick finney's here how are we doing sir i'm brilliant thanks gentlemen i'm a bit concerned that jack said i'm a very friendly gentleman i don't know where he's got that idea from uh, no, yeah, I don't think he's, he's a word at all. You're, you're a bit of an utter bastard, I've heard. I can be, yeah. <laughs> so tell me, I mean, I don't know, I don't want to you want to give away your game plan. Maybe you want to keep cards close to your chest, but what are we thinking? Is it is it both of you climbing double penetration into the inner circle, or are you going to push him out the way to, to, get, to get balls deep yourself? <laughs> well, I'd, I'd like to help him, but I really want to be Statman's friend so it's it's going to be a tough one i'm just gonna to have to play it by ear i think yeah yeah we'll see how it goes but in order for all this to work we need to introduce the man himself first and foremost nick finney i know you're a big fan of smj are you excited about what's about to happen oh i i'm almost sweating myself i can't <laughs> wait to hear those famous words good, <laughs> good good answer and jack how do you feel about seeing him again um nervous because i know he doesn't like me too much but um it's, it's another opportunity to speak to the great man so i'm going to grasp it with both hands very good nice. right okay then matt do you want to sing him in old school again i guess For the so. reason if, that if we can't not, think if you, of if you've not thought of a new one i guess so yeah yeah i'm gonna have to put some words to p- paper paper right I, yeah whoa <laughs> <laughs> come on Oh, yeah. Return of the star. <laughs> that was not your best effort. Four out of ten. Yeah. Man John! Hello, lads. Hello. Uh, one six, sorry. What? Straight back. That's what that team. What's wrong with you, lad? Straight back. <laughs> back yeah. All right. Keep going. Come on. You can do it. It's all right. Oh, God. Hello, lads. How are you? Bye. What's going on? Uh, a bit distracted. I've got a friend here. He's lacking a bit of confidence. Um, Don't want him overhearing me. That's, that's a burpee. You've done it. It's, uh, I, I know him. Have you heard of uh, Ronaldo? Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, poor yes, lad, yeah, poor lad. I've, I've heard he's local again. Have you guys been hanging out? Yeah, he's not a very confident lad, so he comes to see me and I'll, I'll build him up. Bless him. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done a lot of uh, coaching of, uh, of athletes in in your time, Statman John? Uh, yeah, him, a uh, God, what? Usain Bolt, he used to be right. Mo Farah and yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul Scholes, but I got rid of him. Reminds <laughs> me of Jack. <laughs> well, that's why you, you got rid of him. A bit jacky. Um, uh, how's your week been, sir? Uh, yeah, a bit busy. I've been uh, collecting uh, local bats. I don't know if anyone does it in your community. No, no, you'll be the first. Oh, I thought they were quite lonely, so I've built a little community of them. They're making friends, making lovers. It's uh, fantastic. 
Uh, oh, I've got a question. Are yes. you finding more? Are you enjoying this more or less than the ant farm uh, endeavour from series two? Oh, God, that, is, that nearly brought tears to my eye thinking about that. Um, oh, welling up here. I'd have to say <laughs> the, uh, the bats is good because they are around me. I couldn't get in the ant farm as much as I could. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Um, okay, so uh, Statman John, it's time for another game of Inner Circle. Yes. Uh, we've got a helper along. He's someone who's very excited to meet you. Uh, Mr. Nick Finney's here, Statman John. Oh, my. Right, ladies. The rumour is true. This man has the longest, the hardest spine I have ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> what a man. Nice to meet you, Nick. Uh, and you too, Statman. Thank you so much for those kind words. I'm, I'm honoured. I'm truly honoured. Well, what a man. What a man. Um, uh, I'll tell you who's gonna disappoint you now after that big build-up. Uh, the uh, the owner of the shortest, stumpiest, limpest spine <laughs> in all the world. Jack's here as well. Uh, Jack, I don't know if I'm going soft because Ronaldo's here, but let's give you one chance, Jimmy, <laughs> this week. Let's be a little oh, bit You're too kind. You're way too kind, Statman. You right, won't one too many words with that lad, isn't there? <laughs> Now, now, Statman John, for this series, you're going to hit us with a would you rather. Jack's going to try and answer it. Nick's going to help. Me and Matt can help if wanted. Although he didn't go for our bloody help last week, did he? No. Um, see where that got him. And uh, and then you're going to tell us whether he's right or not. Does that sound good to you? Yes, sounds good. Sounds good, lads. Right, hit us, hit us when you're ready. Uh, well, this one is from the man with the great nostrils and fantastic wife at JP Runs Free. Yes. We know him well. Uh, this is a good one. So, would you rather run a marathon with Rob or Matt? Oh. Oh. Yes, Jack. Oh. Would you well, rather but, run a marathon with Rob or Matt? Tread Percy, before, very before I say anything, carefully. <laughs> before I say anything, I've, I will just want to ask uh, maybe a 10-second quick roundup, Rob. How was it running the marathon with Matt in 10 seconds? Fine. Nice. What are you asking me? Nice. Yeah, you well, I, well I, know, I know in the training runs, he just buggers off and leaves you. So yeah. I, don't, I don't want him doing that with me. And Matt, how was it running with Rob in the marathon? Enjoyable. I enjoyed it. Yeah. it was good fun. I mean, okay, he, will nice. spend, he will spend the whole time telling you how he slowed down to run with you. Yeah, that's the thing. So that both both of you have your your good parts. So like, I feel like Rob, I probably have loads more chats with Matt. I'm a bit worried that he's gonna like fake a car for Achilles injury or, <laughs> or something. Wow. Hmm. There's definitely positives from both sides. What are the positives of running with Matt? Positives from running with Matt is I think he'd he'd push me like very hard. Um, and I think he's, I don't know, I think I would have a good old laugh with him. I, I don't know what we'd laugh or joke about, but I think we'd have a good old natter. Whereas running with you, no, this, no disrespect, I, I think I'd have a more in-depth, like, 
good chat, like chatting with a good old friend. Um, so yes, there's, but I've I've ran with Rob. I've never ran with Matt. I don't think I've ran with you, Matt, have I? No, I haven't. Okay, I think I've got my answer. What about you, Nick? Well, I was just letting you talk away there, young man. <laughs> it just goes I, I, on and on and on, doesn't it, Nick? Yeah, wait, you just coming to a conclusion, and I was going to pick whatever he said the opposite of. So, <laughs> yeah. but um, I, from my my own personal viewpoint, I would say there's there's positives to both sides. Obviously, Matthew is my my skipper for Team Matt, so I would I would like to represent. Yes. But that said, I've I've never run with with Rob either, so that would that would also be good. Um, I think as well, Matthew is quite speedy and likes to leave people in the lurch. Not that I'm saying Rob isn't isn't speedy. Um, so yeah, I right. This... Can we just can we just stop right <laughs> right. Listen, you should all be trying to be nice about it. One of you just say Matt won't slow you down as much as Rob. Just. <laughs> Just say it, get it out there, and we can move on. Well, I need to say it because I wouldn't be slowed down by either of you because you're both much faster than me. Right. All right. The diplomatic well, Jack, answer. Well, Jack wants to say it. Wait. Well, yeah. no, my, my point would be, say, for example, I was struggling. Maybe I was a bit hungover. I had a, my legs were a bit tired. Matt <laughs> wouldn't slow down and keep me company here to carry on at the same pace and possibly make me even more injured, say I was carrying a little niggle. Whereas you, Rob, you would probably slow down with me and run by the side of me. It's like, come on, we'll get this done. So many words. Sorry, Jack. Jack, have you got an answer? Yes, my answer would be I prefer to run a marathon with Rob. <gasps> I'm offended. I'm offended. Sorry, Matt. Well, drop my, my opinion. On, I, I'd, I'd rather run a marathon with Rob as well. That's because you're Matt. <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> uh, Nick, what's your answer, sir? My answer, strangely enough, is I would like to run a marathon with Matt. Purely because it's the opposite to what Jack said. <laughs> mm, interesting, interesting. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Um, Statman John, fill yeah. us in. Well, I'm actually going to take a leaf uh, from Jack's. Uh, life and do too many words with this answer if that's all right it's fine yeah that's all right you keep going lad right sorry um he looks at me every time i speak he's like a little puppy so the correct answer to get in the circle first of all is there is no right answer here you would run along with rob and matt may be in front but because I'm speaking to a fellow man with a very long, hard spine, who has a great book, if you haven't read it, <laughs> I have been waiting for this day to enter him into my oh, circle. Oh. Yes! Hey! So, oh, so, 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 so Nick got it wrong and he's still in the inner circle. It doesn't matter what you said, he was always in, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, sing him a song. I forgot it. <laughs> I'm too excited. <laughs> what is it? Uh, in a circle. <laughs> You've entered Big John's in a circle of life. Big John? <laughs> you should say Big John's in Big a John. circle. Who's Big John? It's LMFM. <laughs> radio station, the local radio station, Big John. <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
nothing like that. <laughs> you got Big John on your mind, Matt. <laughs> SMJ, you're not the only John in Matt's life. What have you got to say about that? It was talking about me, lads. Oh, was it? That's what she said. Um, uh, oh. So uh, you're in, Jack. Yes. How, how do you, are you angry? I feel like you might be angry after that. I'm not not angry. I think I think I'm still happy with my decision. Um, it's just it obviously wasn't the right one. But again, I guess hopefully I'll be given another chance next week. How are we going to string this out for six more episodes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay, so uh, Nick, how do you, you're in the inner circle, man. How do you feel? It's, it's the best day in my life ever. <laughs> you join such distinguished members as Mr. John Pickup, mm. Bemma, Emma, yeah. Ben and Emma, uh, and of course, Glenfold himself, Mr. Oh, Glenn yes. Penfold, and clinging on by the skin of his teeth, apparently, Matt. Um, yeah, no, no, welcome. it was a compliment. Big, welcome, Big John. Big John. <laughs> so you'll send me all the details for the, the first meeting and everything. Yep, yep, we'll be having oh. a barbecue. Um, do really? A spit roast? A, a spit roast? Yeah, there'll be a spit roast. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, we might even have uh, jacket potatoes with coleslaw on them. Awesome. Oh, um, I love the jacket potato with coleslaw. Fucking hell. <laughs> Oh, I can't have it, can I? Because I'm too shit. I'm not in the inner circle. <laughs> Good sport, Jack. Uh, well done, Jack. Um, Jack Penfold, you're late going for your run, aren't you, sir? Yes, that's right. But but the the, the person I'm running with isn't here yet. So I because I told him that I had an important date with with uh, some lovely men. So yeah. many words. <laughs> Jack, are you coming back next week for another go at the Inner Circle? If I'm allowed, that, I'll be uh, very pleased to come back. If, if you're to have me back, but that is, of course. Ah. Obviously, I don't say too much. Stop talking, man. <laughs> just take the advice. Yeah. Just yeah. take the Stop. Stop saying so many words. <laughs> just say yes, Jack. Uh, yes, Jack. Very good. Nick Finney, thank you so much, sir, for joining. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, is that my John? Any words of wisdom either for Nick as a new member of the Inner Circle or as Mr. Penfold for how he can try harder next week? Uh, Nick, what you want to do is always give it a lick before you style the brow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll bear that in mind. Uh, Jack, to level out your too many words, here are no words. <coughs> and. Uh, I've got to go because now Ronaldo likes a little puppet show. Bless him. <laughs> Come on, lads. Your money. That's it. All right, lads. Right. We will see you guys soon. <laughs> We've got a roll call to get to. We have. Cheer up. Bye, Big John. Who with the roll call, Matthew? All right, partner. You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. I'm just trying to find something new to do every week. Uh, keep it same, mate. Keep it the same. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. What you like it? Uh, right, we've got a long and hard roll call today. <laughs> okay. Lots, lots of lots of penis <laughs> references, and um, we've got a couple of uh, shout outs from last week. 
that just mm. about missed the cutoff. Yes. Uh, several because we got them after we recorded. One because Jack's an idiot. Idiot. So yes. uh, I just wanted to shout out Kathy. So Julie, 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 Julie. Julie, Julie, Julie. Julie. Uh, wanted to shout out uh, Kathy Sunflower Kathy, uh, Fat Like Family OG. Uh, big big part of uh, of what we do. She's a big supporter of us. Uh, she did her uh, ultra tour of Edinburgh. Of course, mm. uh, she's out there for ages. She absolutely smashed it. So well done, uh, Kathy. Uh, also, um, uh, more MK laughs uh, exceeded 500 miles in 2021, um, and she was also running her first miles for the Jesuit Refugee Service. She's doing a challenge for that, so check out what she's up to. Awesome. Um, and then you had one that we needed to call out from last week as well, didn't you? I did. Yes, yeah. so our very own Jack. He uh, <laughs> he sent a message in our chat on WhatsApp saying, "I'm in trouble. Uh, I forgot to roll call his dad." Useless. Ha. Useless. He is not his dad. His dad's a legend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but, but young Penfold, useless. Yeah. Yeah, so last week he ran a 1 hour and 16 minutes, 10 mile for an 8 minute PB. And his 5k splits were within 3 seconds of each other. So that's awesome pacing and a great run. So uh, Gleneth Penfold, awesome running. Well done, mate. That's what happens when you're in the inner circle. It is, yes. Yeah. Jack wouldn't know. Uh, right, let's get on to uh, the more recent ones this week. I'll go first. So, uh, good old McPaul, our Paul um, from the show, has, uh, has nominated Jordan, Jordan Moat, another very, very good friend of ours. Um, he had a tough old time at Manchester. He wasn't happy with his performance, even though I think he absolutely bloody smashed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he bounced back incredibly. He had a good run at the Yorkshire Marathon 10 mile last week, and then he's followed that up by getting a 10k PB at the Leeds Abbey Dash. He absolutely nailed awesome. it. So well done, Moti. Absolute legend. Great stuff. Uh, our very own, very own, <laughs> Miss Marco Del Vazio. <laughs> Gets his weekly shout he out. He does, he loves it. Uh, Beth Runner underscore boo on Instagram completing Newport Marathon after illness and limited training. Uh, that limited training sounds so familiar. So well done, Beth. <laughs> awesome running. Her limited training might have been through the illness, though, might not <laughs> yeah. just because she's a lazy Could little shit like you. Um, uh, next one then. Uh, so Matt runs for mine, another good friend of the show. Number his sister, who did her longest ever run. Uh, they did it together. She, Jody, she ran 15 miles and she absolutely bossed it. Awesome stuff. Uh, Runner.Dean, he's managed a park run PB of 22 minutes and 14 seconds. That's a great run, that, mate. Well done. Yeah, another absolutely brilliant one. Then Alex Allen score runs 0-1. Again, smashed a PB at Huddersfield. Uh, no, it wasn't. She's from Huddersfield. Uh, she had Huddersfield Park run. That's right. why I'm getting confused. She was, uh, uh, was it Abby Dash as well? No, I'm not sure. Let's have a little look-see, shall we? Mm. As professional as we are. <laughs> you got to get your uh, facts correct. Well, got to get my facts correct. It was absolutely Abby Dash. Really? Smashed it. Awesome then. Nice one. Uh, uh, 50, 55 minutes, 01 at the Abby Dash. Well done, Alex. New member of the Fartlek family, but she's uh, super involved. Yeah. Uh, she's just joined the group. So uh, glad to have you on board and congratulations knocking down PBs left, right and centre. Yeah, well done. Uh, Jess keeps running. It's not this week, she says, but it's from, from uh, last week. I did my highest mileage week the week before in Manchester. So well done, Jess. Awesome stuff. Oh. Uh, I found another one here as well. Uh, shout out to Rob for winning the hide and seek competition. Do you want to elaborate on that? Uh, it sounds a little bit erotic, that, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> it's not from my wife, though. It's from JP, isn't it? It is. JP runs free. Uh, so what, what JP is referring to is uh, we were up drinking, as I alluded to right at the start of the show, at mm-hmm. three o'clock in the morning. Um, I was very close to taking the knock. I was. This was during my mute uh, Spotify mm-hmm. phase. 
And uh, the unfortunate thing is that uh, Dan uh, of, of Lucy and Dan Just Do You fame was pouring drinks. And if you've ever gone drinking with Dan, um, <laughs> Dan pours uh, generous measures, shall we call them. <laughs> uh, so at one point, he brought me in a whiskey glass of Applejack Daniels that was, um, was lovely, delicious, yeah. um, but it was full to the brim. Mm-hmm. There must have been about seven shots in it. Jeez. And, uh, and then he told me that it was fine because there was ice in it. Uh, What's which, it down? To which I drank about half of it, and he really wasn't happy at the fact that I wasn't finishing my drink. So <laughs> I hid it behind a curtain. I'm a 35 year old man in my own house, and I'm hiding my drink so that I don't get bullied by bigger boys. Um, that is what happened, uh, and that is the reason why I threw up twice on the Transparent Trail on Sunday morning. Ah, oh, brilliant, brilliant stuff. <laughs> Oh, and that is nearly our roll call. Nearly our roll but you've call. got a super special one that uh, just hot off the press. It's hot off the press tonight. Yeah. Today, didn't it? So we we've left uh, holding the baby as such, uh, mm. doing a bit of babysitting for our own children. Don't call it babysitting <laughs> for your own children, you awful man. Carry on. We had the kids. Yeah, we the had the kids. And Sammy and uh, Donna went for a run. Uh, they weren't planning on doing any sort of fast stuff or what, anything like that. But Donna. Has just been out and smashed a 5k PB. Uh, yeah, 31 minutes and 19 seconds. She's getting close to that that sub 30 that she's dreaming about, and I'm sure she'll not be too far away with that. So, uh, Donna, proud of you. Well done. And every PB is worth celebrating. Well done, Donna. Absolutely, every run is worth celebrating. So, well done, Donna, and well done to everybody on our roll call this week. Hit us with the music again, Mark. Again? Does yeah, it need it again? I think we need. All it. right, partner. You. You know what? No, I can't. I can you knew what time You it knew was. what time it was, yeah. <laughs> past tense, past tense. Yeah, there you go. Basic English, year, year nine English. Carry on. <laughs> You've been roll called, baby. <laughs> roll called, to call, to call, to call. What? You're pathetic. <laughs> right, uh, we're going to get out of here, mighty boy. Dance monkey! <laughs> Some thank yous, baby. Yeah, thank you to Graham Lindley for the super awesome theme music. I got it out with one, with one take that time. You, you did, but then you did say music. <laughs> yeah, music. Music. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Have you written the thank you down this week? I haven't got, no. They're not in the script either. You know? <laughs> yeah, pointing at the table again. Go on, carry on. Uh, thank you to uh, Nick Finney for joining us for the um, Statman John's Inner Circle bit. Thank you, Statman John. Thank you, Jack, for your contribution. No, continue. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, uh, Starley. Da- da- David Starley. There you go. Yeah. Yes. I, you just know people by their Instagram. Yeah. Don't you? Continue. Uh, ben. Thank Ben. <laughs> Who's that? Ben. ben. Oh, thank. Uh, yeah. So thank. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> the, the man who's probably going to be taking your job soon if this carries on. Oh, it's been a long week. <laughs> yeah. Join us on the show next week. Yes, please, mate. Yeah. Uh, absolutely wonderful chat. Uh, well, I think it's going to be a wonderful chat. We've actually recorded it for once. Oh. Um, we're not that far in advance at the minute. We're flying by the seat of our pants um, as we're trying to get to the factory as quickly and high quality as possible. Um, Rachel Rutherford. Oh, nice. Is going to be with us. Uh, very excited to share her story. Um, a good pal of Ben. Yeah, yeah. Funny enough, she is. Um, yeah, she's uh, she's an Iron Man woman, uh, yeah. incredible athlete, just all round, and super nice. Um, looking forward to chatting to her, hearing all about her journey, what she's got planned. It's gonna be a good one, I think. Yeah. Have you seen how far them Iron Mans are? Don't. Yeah, I don't want to talk. Oh, about 
<laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. It should be a good one. Uh, it's going to be great. And of course, we'll have someone else trying to get into Statman John's inner circle. Mm -hmm. Ben, we'll be back with some yep. more Parkrun Chronicles. And uh, me and maybe you. Uh, well, if back. you write these scripts out better, mm. without all the interruptions still, and all these, still pointing to an empty table. Still, bits on still it. pointing to an empty table. <laughs> it's not. Wait, wait. We've just, I've got some paper here. We can have some and, and also, I know that you can't read and write. So, see, that's that's an Amazon box. <laughs> <sighs> Say your goodbyes, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. May your runs continue to be wonderful. Be excellent to each other before we get out of here. Though we do need to remind people to give us a follow. Forgot to do that. Mm -hmm. Oh, who's who's looking terrible now? Oh, where's my script? You're not reading your script. Oh <laughs> no, it's not the same. Um, uh, so yeah, give us a follow. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, mm -hmm. YouTube, website, website www.whatthefartlet.com. Just search what the fartlet. If you would like to become part of our official fartlet family, you're all part of our fartlet family. You don't have to do this by all <laughs> means, but if you want to get engaged in the community a little bit more, please do drop us a message. Preferably on Instagram, it's usually mm -hmm. the best way to get to us. Uh, but the other socials are fine. Or email us at whatthefartletpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and let us know. We can add you to the WhatsApp group. We can let you know about upcoming events, parkrun meetups, um, mm. parties we're going to be doing, uh, community challenges that are going to be coming yeah. in the new year. All that good stuff. We have committed, been re-energised, I think, recently. Yeah, particularly with the stuff that's happened with Joe. We've learned about the strength of the Instagram community, the online running community, yeah. what it can do for each other. And we've got a little bit of fire in our bellies to to try and make our Fartlek family uh, a big part of that. And uh, you have our promise um, and our word that we will break our necks to make that happen for you guys. Mm -hmm. So um, with that in mind, do let us know if you want to be part of it. Um, if you want to give me a follow, I'm at Little Run by Rob. And I'm at Matty Owls. They probably won't want to follow me after this shambles. <laughs> It's it's endearing, Matt. It's endearing. <laughs> we love you. And uh, yeah, as I said, may your runs continue to be wonderful. Be excellent to each other. Be kind or be fucking quiet. And we will see you on the flip flop. Peace. Cock-off. Was that a spooky seagull? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>